Hey talkers, welcome, bienvenidos a Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the key to improving your English, la clave para mejorar tu inglés. You have to keep talking in English every day. Hablar en inglés todos los días. We apply the same principle to our podcast. That's why we have a Keep Talking Podcast episode every day. Un episodio todos los días. Listen every day and then go speak every day. Keep Talking. What's up, talkers? Okay, how do you speak English with confidence? ¿Cómo hablar inglés con confianza? Okay, this is something that's challenging for all of us, okay? All of us, when we learn a second language, it's really hard to be confident. Even if we get really good, I've talked about this. Yo hablo bien el español, pero a mí me cuesta, me cuesta a veces hablar en situaciones públicas donde hay mucha gente, situaciones sociales, okay? Confianza, es muy difícil tener mucha confianza en un segundo idioma. Okay, it's very challenging. All right, now, in terms of learning the language, reaching that level of confidence, let me share a couple stories with you, actually. And I was inspired to do this by something that happened last night in a social setting at a bar. <laughs> I won't go into the whole story. But the point is, confidence, it comes into play in so many other aspects of life, right? It's obviously not just related to learning languages, okay? But point is, it's very difficult to gain and to have confidence. So how do we do it learning languages? Let me tell you a couple stories. Te voy a contar unas historias sobre, pues, mi español y mi portugués en una historia. Pero yo, por ejemplo, cuando yo estaba aprendiendo español, pues, yo lo había aprendido desde como los 12 años en el colegio y todo el cuento. Empecé a enfocarme muy, muy bien como en la universidad. Cuando tenía como 21, 20, 22 años, ya hablaba, pues, bien el español, ¿sí? O sea, Comparado con la mayoría de los gringos que lo intentan, hablaba bien. Pero no tenía tanta confianza, okay? So, I wanted to get a job as a translator or interpreter, right? Un trabajo como traductor, intérprete, okay? I applied for the job. I didn't think I would get it. No pensé que iba a agarrar el trabajo, okay? Iba a obtenerlo, whatever the word you guys use is for to get the job. I didn't think I would get the job. Then... They said, okay, we want you to come in and take a test. Long story short, I passed the test. I got the job, okay? I got kind of lucky. I was scared at the beginning because I thought it was going to be more written translation. Pensé que iba a ser más como traducción escrita, ¿sí? And what I realized was it was really... I, I, like I shouldn't have got the job. My Spanish was not at a level yet at that point where I could be a good interpreter because it wasn't written translation. It was it was actually interpreting live. O sea, interpretar en vivo. Y mi español en esa época no era suficiente para eso. Okay? Now, what happened was, of course, at the start, I've probably talked about this on a previous episode. The first appointment I went to was a medical appointment with a pregnant woman, una mujer embarazada, y me costó mucho. O sea, no hice nada mal, no creo que traduje nada mal, no, no hice ningún error, digamos, but it was very uncomfortable. It really got me out of my comfort zone. The entire job at the beginning totally got me out of my comfort zone. For the first couple months, I was not that good of an interpreter, okay? And, you know, I, things things were fine. Like, I didn't make any big, big mistakes, right? I didn't, you know, <laughs> nobody died because of my interpreting mistake in the medical field. The point is, I got to be a pretty good interpreter after about three, four, five, six months of doing that. Ya era un buen intérprete. Ya hablaba bien el español. Pues mejor, mucha confianza. Yo gané confianza a través de esto, okay? 
And so the moral to this little story is in order to get that confidence, sometimes we just have to put ourselves out there. We have to take the risk and do something we're not ready for. Hacer algo, ponernos en una situación para la cual no estamos listos. Otro, uh, otro ejemplo. This was actually after I had started interpreting. Como un año después, yo quería hacer como un viaje, digamos, pero algún... Like I wanted to go to a, a Spanish-speaking country and get some more experience, do some more learning in general, and just learn more about the culture and people. But I wanted to like do some sort of like a volunteer program. So it was kind of funny the volunteer program I picked. I picked this program with with equine therapy, equinoterapia o hipoterapia en Chile. Like these people didn't need volunteers. These people had mucha plata, you know. I don't know why, but like anyway, this volunteer program that I signed up for sent me there. So I went to Chile for one month, right? And here, so, primero todos sabemos que el español chileno es loco, es otro idioma. <laughs> sí, porque cachate lo que pasó con el pololo de... Okay, anyway, chileno is like a whole nother language. <laughs> But, so there was that aspect of it, and in this program, this equinoterapia program, I... I didn't really know, I mean, I didn't know any, I knew a little bit about like the type of therapy they would do with these children using horses, but I didn't know anything about horses, right? So I get there the first day, llego a ese rancho donde trabajan ese, pues ese señor que llaman al profe, y como 10 estudiantes que estudian kinesiología y algunos son expertos en caballos, etc. Y él me mira, <laughs> y la primera cosa que dice es, eh, hola, um, Sean, um, cuéntame, ¿qué sabes de caballos? Y yo... <laughs> Eh, nada Entonces eh, me pasó otra vez Una de esas situaciones donde yo estuve muy muy incómodo Y todos la verdad empezaron a reír de mí por, O como muy muy leve O sea no, like they didn't do it out loud No era obvio pero se notaba en sus caras Que oh, qué hace aquí este gringo que no sabe nada de caballos No es kinesiólogo, no es estudiante, nada Qué hace aquí Right, and that was one of those situations, especially because my Spanish was still not that great, and I definitely didn't understand español chileno that well, and I didn't know what I was doing there, <laughs> trabajando con esos caballos, whatever. The point is, it ended up being a really good experience. Like I, they ended up all, you know, liking me by the end of it. We had a good time. I learned some things, etc. And so it was another one of those where, like, I really put myself into an uncomfortable situation. Me puse en una situación incómoda que fue muy incómoda, muy awkward al comienzo, see? And but it all worked out well. And I kept growing and growing and improving my Spanish, getting more confidence, enough confidence to speak with freaking chilenos, which is hard even if you're from another Latino country. And then the last example I'll give is when I was in Brazil. So this was about a year after that. I wanted to learn Portuguese as well. So I got the chance to go to Brazil for a little while. And I also said, you know what I want to do? I want to learn how to do jiu-jitsu for self-defense, martial arts. I was very interested in this. I had no experience at all, right? A mí me gusta hacer esas cosas de vez en cuando. Algo con la cual no tengo ninguna experiencia. Como empezar un podcast, ¿verdad? No, pero <laughs> quería hacer esto, eh, jiu-jitsu. Quería aprender. Y yo dije, ok, ¿sabes? Aquí hay un lugar que está cerca de donde yo, donde yo estoy quedando, en Rio de Janeiro. Voy allí. I like, saw a little thing on the internet. Vi un video. Pa, parece genial ese lugar. Voy. Okay. Y mi portugués en esa época era como 50%. Right? Like I had been studying Portuguese for a while before I got there. But just, you know, like 
could not have a very good conversation. But again, I just, I walked in and I like asked, you know, Você es César? Like, are, tú eres César? Usted es César? Are you César? Right? He was the guy who was supposed to be running it. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and like, the, really the whole first like week that I was there, I ended up going there for like over a month, maybe two months. Um, and like the whole first week that I was there, was just it was really really awkward my portuguese wasn't that good my jujitsu was terrible i didn't know anything right but once again i put myself in that situation by the time i was done there i had learned a ton of portuguese i learned some jujitsu as well which was cool and it was a really great experience and obviously met some people through it as well so the point is the moral of these stories is in order to gain confidence, there's really no other way to do it. No hay ninguna otra manera. Tienes que ponerte en situaciones incómodas para mejorar tu inglés. Okay? It's the only way to do it. And you're not going to feel like you're ready for it. Even if it's, even if it's a professional type thing, like my experience with interpreting. You're, yeah, you're not going to be the best one at the beginning, right? You're, you're not going to be ready for it. No vas a estar preparado. Preparado. Pero eso es la única manera. You sometimes in life and in learning languages, we just have to start doing things even though we're not totally comfortable with them yet. And I've, I've said this before, okay? I've said this before. When it comes to learning languages, striking up conversations with people. Empezar una conversación nunca es fácil, incluso en tu, tu primer idioma, ¿verdad? Pero en un segundo idioma... Es muy, o sea, es muy difícil, causa mucha vergüenza, es muy, muy difícil tener confianza, but we have to do it. Tenemos que hacerlo, okay? It's the only way, all right? I'll be honest with you. You didn't need to listen to me talk for these nine minutes. <laughs> this episode is very simple. All I'm trying to tell you is with a few stories, we just have to go do it. We just have to have the confidence to go talk. That's how we gain the confidence in English in any second language. Entonces, ve, habla, usa tu inglés, desafíate, ponte en situaciones un poco incómodas y hazlo. Es la única manera. Ok, listo, talkers. Hablaremos otra vez muy pronto. Chao. Thank you for listening. Gracias por escuchar. Share Keep Talking podcast with a friend who you think would also like it. Let's keep talking every day.